Hey, I'm Jason Klaus, host of the Klaus to the Heart podcast, as well as the other shows here across the PFC Entertainment Network, inviting you to join me as I go back on stage for my next live motivational event. It happens on Sunday, July the 9th, beginning at 2 p.m. from the Backroads Bar and Grill in Holly, Michigan. On that particular occasion, I will be talking about, is this day one? Or are you waiting for one day? We're going to talk about it live. Backroads Bar and Grill. Free motivational live stage event. We hope you will join us as we try to inspire each other and ourselves as we move forward to live our best life. It's Klaus to the Heart Live. It happens Sunday, July the 9th, beginning at 2 p.m. Backroads Bar and Grill in Holly, Michigan. You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or philosophies of the PFC Entertainment Network, or any of the affiliates that make this show possible. This show has also been rated M for mature audiences only. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening! And now... Pretty Boy Redneck, Levi Blue, coming to you live from my front porch. But this week, I am not alone because I got someone else with me that can just bitch, whine, moan, and complain just like I can. He is the founder of the PFC Entertainment Network. He is Jason Klaus. Jason, welcome to the front porch. Uh, hey, man, I appreciate this. Um, I know this is exclusive territory, but it would have been cool if you had given me a more comfy chair for your front porch. But be that as it may, happy to be on the show. How the hell are you? Uh, you know, me always in a good mood, I guess. Speaking <laughs> of the chair, maybe it's not the it. chair. Maybe you just got a lumpy ass. Who knows what the fuck's going on over there? I don't think that's the case, because for whatever reason, I've been complimented quite a bit here lately on my ass, so I feel like it's really really your chair, but hey, I'm here for it. All right. Well, listen, we're not here to talk about your ass, even though we could probably make a half-hour subject out of that. <laughs> um, we are here to talk about one of the things, and I'm going to quote Homer Simpson here, that grinds my gears. 
This is something I can bitch about on the front porch all day long. We could take it into dusk. Hell, we can run it right in the midnight as long as we got those fucking Bartles and James on ice because I'm going to be drinking those sons of bitches. We are talking about shitty drivers. Jason, you and I, we are on opposite ends of the time clock spectrum. I drive early in the morning. You drive later at night. I got to deal with the assholes after they're drunk. You got to deal with the assholes before they're drunk. So you know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to be a conscientious. Fuck that. I'm going to be a host, and I'm going to step back. I can't say that word. Step back, and I'm going to go ahead and let you tell me about those shitty drivers that you run into. Well, I mean, (laughs) this is a universal thing, I feel like. You know, everybody always has a critique or something like that on on how people drive. And it, it very much varies on the time of day that you're driving. Like like what you said, you, you know, you, even though you go into work earlier in the morning, I have no doubt because I have driven, especially in your area, going to where you go to, the further south you go, the worse it gets, it seems. For me, when I go to work, it's, you know, it's like 10, 11 o'clock at night or whatever, but make absolute no mistake about it. Even though there's the volume is not there, the ignorance is very much on full display because they have all this open road. So, I mean, if they're blowing past you at 95 miles an hour, they don't give a shit until they hit something. My biggest problem, though, I mean, aside from, you know, cars and, you know, especially dudes and big big jacked up pickup trucks and especially during the winter time like they think they're impervious to everything because they've got four-wheel drive i don't give a fuck how many wheels you got you will not stop on ice but here's my biggest problem levi is and i know i'm going to get some heat for this that's why i'm on the heat vent this week but motorcyclists oh i was gonna go there too (laughs) son of a bitch all right, you go right ahead. Man, this is we're so in sync right now. It's no Listen. wonder why we were great tag team partners. <laughs> the greatest of all time. Damn Lucky it. that as it may. Um, I have a real fucking problem. Look, I respect people who who ride motorcycles. I and I truly do. I will make a conscious effort to look twice both ways before I go into an intersection or whatever, especially this time of year. Because I wanted to make sure I'm looking out for people on motorcycles. There's this big campaign. You know, people who ride bikes want us in motor vehicles to be more aware, more conscientious of our surroundings for their safety. And I totally get that. My problem is, is the sons of bitches on motorcycles that are, you know, they're hauling ass down the shoulder of the road. They're zipping in. In between cars, I mean, you have a half of a car length, in, you know, between you and the, and the guy in front of you. And then this a little asshole on the crotch rocket is going to blow past you and kind of sneak your way in there to the point to where you have to lock up your brakes. Look, if you want us to look out for you, you've got to take some goddamn responsibility on your own accord. That's my biggest problem. Oh, man, the other day I was... I was heading out to a, I, I'm not going to give out the area where I'm at. We know I'm in the Tri-Cities, though. And I'm in the, I'm on the back roads, and I'm trying to get out to one of the cities. So I, I'll just go ahead and say I was trying to get out to Pontiac. And uh I'm going down this back road, and I look up in my rearview mirror, and I got one guy on, like, a Road King fucking Harley 
you know, my penis is small, so my bike is big motorcycle. And I got his little fucking sidekick is Robin to his Batman. I don't even know what the fuck this guy was driving. Some of them fucking thing, right? <laughs> and I and this guy on this big fucking Harley, he is right on my ass. Now keep in mind, I am not one of these big full size pickup truck drivers. I drive a little motherfucking Chevy Cruze hatchback. You you would think by looking at me that I would drive a big truck, but no. I'm a cheap bastard, and I like gas mileage, so I got a little car. Double lane on a curb, and this motorcycle blows by me on the curb at about 120 miles an hour. Doesn't pass me, passes the three cars in front of me, and we were all doing 55 miles an hour on a 50-mile-an-hour road. So we were already going over the speed limit. I look, and here comes fucking Robin on his little fucking motor scooter or whatever the fuck it was. And he attempts to pass me and the two cars in front of me, doesn't quite make it, and does exactly what you just said. Cut the car off two car lengths up in front of me, cut him off so he can get over before the car in the oncoming lane took him out. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know when the rules of the road changed for motorcyclists versus regular motorists. Pisses me off. It does. It does me too. And it's a sense of, I look at it as arrogance and a sense of entitlement. And like, I have a real problem with, with exuberant amounts of arrogance to the point to where it starts, you know, it's, it's on full display because of how they're conducting themselves. And like, that's my, my, especially this time of year, that's my biggest bitch about, about driving is the motorcyclists. Another one is semi truck drivers. And okay. I, I, listen, I understand they are in the biggest vehicles on the road and there's only so much you can do. I get that. But at the same time, there's things that I see in, in my day to day that they could really improve on. Number one, stay the fuck out of the fast lane. They're not supposed to be in the fast lane unless they're passing somebody. But I'm sure you've seen it, Levi, especially going into Oakland County and even further south. When you're heading into Detroit, you get semi-trucks that are blocking. If it's a two-lane highway, they are. there's one on one lane, one on the other one, and they're going 55 miles an hour. What the fuck are we doing? Why are you doing it? It's a game, and you know it's a game. You know they're sitting there talking to, to themselves through the CB radios. Let's back up, you know, I-75 for 25 fucking miles while we're going 25 miles an hour. There's no reason for it. If there was construction or something like that, I get that, but that's not what's happening. They're playing fucking bullshit games. And this is where road rage comes into play, because if I'm late for work, you're late for work, or God forbid, I'm trying to get somewhere because there is an emergency, and I am a pawn in this bullshit game that these motherfuckers are playing, I got a serious problem with them. See, here's the thing. You said a key phrase there, road rage. Me, and this is completely, this this is what you would call a sidebar. I'm not used to doing sidebars here on the heat vent, but we're going to go off on a sidebar. See, at one point in time, I used to work in this little town by the name of Rochester, Michigan. Bunch of these nouveau rich, rich entitled motherfuckers who are looking down at me because I'm driving a little red Ford Taurus, right? Sure. 
So, of course, I am insignificant in their eyes. And the way these people drove, it actually drove me to go seek therapy because I was suffering such severe road rage. This is 110% shoot. Uh, can't tell you what the psychiatrist's name was. I know his name was Charles. But, uh, yeah, he didn't like me so much. Um, it got to the point where I would follow people to their homes in order oh, to sure. fight them. I've had people follow me to my house, and when I've gotten out with a, let's just say, a weapon, they turn tail and run away. Because you never know what a motherfucker's carrying on his hip when when you're playing games. You know, as you as you like to say, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You yeah. know, um, I've gotten to the point in my age where I'm too old to fight. I got one fight left in me, and I'm going to need 15 minutes to stretch before I throw a punch. <laughs> so, but. I'll tell you the one that really bugs me is you're waiting to turn, or I'm sorry, you're going down a road. A perfect example would be, uh, how about you're going down the highway? They call it an on-ramp so you can get up to speed, to, to highway speed. But these motherfuckers, they come down the ramp and they're doing 50 miles an hour and they pull right out in front of you when you're doing 70 plus. Yeah. And they're oblivious to what's going on. They're listening to their Perry Como or Frank Sinatra or whatever the fuck they're listening to. Just they're heading to clouds but not paying attention to those around them. That kills me. So then when you go to pass them, all of a sudden they speed up so you don't get in front of them. Now it's a NASCAR race. No. This is a game you're not going to win with me. <laughs> You know, also along those lines, and you you use the on-ramp thing as an example, and I I feel that wholeheartedly. Another one, and this is this one is a huge issue with me. When you're coming into a construction zone, and there are signs that say left lane closed two miles ahead. When I see a sign like that, if the car in front of me is staying up with speed, I will immediately get over. Even though I know I've got two miles until I get, until this lane closes, I will immediately do that. What happens is, is you get these jackrabbit sons of bitches that are flooring it to the point to where they get up to the absolute last fucking inch before that lane, you know, shuts down. Then they want to get over and they're cutting you off and, and all this other shit. I got a real problem with this. If you see that the bitch is going to be closing in a mile or two, just get over. Because, okay, you're even if you get to the front of the proverbial line, what are you saving yourself? Nine, ten seconds? It's it's not worth the, the level of headache and bullshit that they are causing. Now, this is where, and I know I just shit on the semi-truck drivers, the ones that block the lanes, this is where it does come to benefit because truckers see this kind of shit and one will actually go halfway into the, the, the other lane to stop that shit from happening. And you, you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about, but I'm, I'm right there with you. I hate that more. Well, no, I don't hate that more than people who don't use their turn signals, but. If you were to go look at the rules of the road, they are going to disagree with you. They feel, okay, now you and I are both on the same page, okay, because I hate it too. 
But when you read the official rules of the road in Michigan, they claim that we are the ones that are in the wrong by not letting these motherfuckers over. In reality, what they're saying is, is that we should allow for a zipper effect to happen as those guys are passing us doing 100 miles an hour. Me, I want to see them crash into a guardrail. That's right. just the way I feel about it. Um, construction zones suck. People, I, I can't wait for June 30th, or yeah, June 30th here in Michigan. The new distracted driver law goes into effect. Have you seen this? Yes, I have. I was just re- reading about it yet, uh, last night, as a matter of fact. So, uh, do you want me to go over it? I'm more than no, happy. Go ahead. Hey, man, so, this is your show. <laughs> so Gretchen Whitmer finally, in my opinion, did something right. She hasn't fixed the damn roads, but she has created this new distracted driver law to where if you are caught on your cell phone by not using a Bluetooth device, you are going to get a ticket. Now, my issue with that is, is how well is this law defined? Because me, I'm a fat man. I love to pick up a burger on my way home from work or something like that. Because I'm eating a burger on the way home, would that classify me as being distracted? I would think it would. Technically speaking, yeah, you would be. Mm-hmm. So is this thing written the way that it's, we're just going to focus on the electronics? Because this this is another thing, specifically with younger drivers. Right. And here's what I've gotten into a habit of doing. It's assholish, and I know that, but, like, I know I'm I'm making my point. If I am on a road and there's not a lot of traffic around me and I'm passing somebody or I'm by somebody or I'm at a, even, at a, even at a stoplight and I can tell that somebody is fucking with their phone, I have no problem in blowing the horn. Like, I will get right up next to them, bro, and I will lay on the horn. And then when they're up looking around, you just got busted. You still have your shit in your hand. So I honk the horn for you to be, to force you to pay attention to what the fuck is going on around you in a couple thousand pound fucking vehicle that ultimately could kill you, somebody else, make all, you know, make life a lot more miserable than it is. And I hope that that text message was worth it or TikTok or whatever the fuck it is that that they're doing. Put the phones down. There's enough technological advances and gizmos and gadgets and, and gimmicks that you can do whatever you need to do, listen to whatever you need to do without it taking your attention away from the road. And now, when I put in GPS, do I glance at it? Yeah, I glance at it. I have to. But I'm not going to sit there and, you know, put all kinds of different destinations. I'm not, like, my shit is focused on the road because I don't want to cause an accident. I don't want to hurt anybody because of my negligence, my ignorance, and that's what it is. Texting while driving is fucking ignorant. And you are really, if you have kids in the car, you are setting a bad example because mom and dad do it, so it's okay when I drive. I can do it, too. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's... Right. I, I'm I'm very conscious about this, especially when when my kids are in the car. I won't text if I'm driving because I don't want them to see that kind of behavior. I have talk, you know, voice or talk to text or whatever, and that I'll do. But I'm not sitting there, you know, 
trying to, trying to type out a message on my phone. You sound like a squirrel eating a nut. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say something like that. You know, you know, I'm right there with you as far as the texting goes. I, I have to admit, I have been guilty of texting a time or two while I've been driving, but I also catch myself as I'm getting older realizing that it's hard for me to do two things at one time. So I've pretty much eliminated that from, you know, my driving habits. You know, I've, if someone texts me while I'm driving, uh, I will open it up and take a glance. And if it's something important, I'll pull off and yeah. I'll, I'll make that call. Um, but, you know, going along with the lines with the kids, I wonder if kids <clears throat> could constitute a portion of that distracted driving law. Let's say little Timmy and little Susie are in the back fighting, and I don't know if you're like me, but don't make me come back there. I'm going to turn this car around and go home and, you know, go slap their legs or something like that. That would make me a distracted driver, wouldn't it? Absolutely. You know, and, you know, you think about when you make a great point here. Like when we were kids, you know, it was very much that. Like, do you want me to come back there? Like, that is the last thing you ever want to fucking hear, especially from my dad. Because I was like, oh, we have we have crossed the threshold here. We've pushed it too far. But then, too, and I don't know, this is just my opinion of it. I feel like common sense was much more on display back then than it is here and now. And it could be because I'm older and I look at shit differently. But, you know, we also didn't have cell phones when we were kids. We didn't have Bluetooth. We didn't have all these advances and things of this nature that are designated to actually take our attention more away from what the fuck we're supposed to be doing. Um I don't know, man. Like, I, I it, it comes down to common sense. We can not all. So common. No, it's not. But it can be if we focus more on, you know, at the end of the day, we know what's right and what's wrong. You know, we just choose to be rebels. We choose to, you know, be the vigilantes or whatever, the, however you want to word it, because you're bucking the system. Well, you're not just bucking the system. You are setting yourself up for a, for a disaster. I think the problem is, is in today's day and age, uh, what you said, focus. Focus isn't a thing anymore because we have so many outside influences in our life that we do get distracted. I mean, uh, real quick, uh, my kids, when they would act up, piss me off. I remember one time I threw my son out of the car and told him to walk home. <laughs> Now, granted, I, I think I drove around the block, and when I come back around, he was crying. I'm sorry. We'll get back in the car. Come on, let's go. You know, but parents today, when it comes to their kids, there is no such thing as discipline, number one. That could be a whole other show. You uh, got that shit right. But number two, uh, focus. I mean, you you someone could look like they're focused in the car, like that 55-year-old middle-aged white woman in the center lane of I-75 doing 60 miles an hour rocking out to her jam, you know what I'm saying? Uh, doesn't have a care in the world, doesn't care about the people around her. Her song is on. She is in the middle uh, middle lane. She ain't hurting nobody, right? The fuck you aren't. Get into a slow lane, you know? Right. Uh, and I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll admit it here. I'm the guy who sets a speedometer at 76 miles an hour. I, weird number, right? But I've never been pulled over. 
and I'm always seeming to go with the flow of the traffic. Anyone that passes me, they're doing 80 or more, and they're in a bigger hurry than me. Right. You can get them. I'll be that 55-year-old entitled white woman jamming out to my song in the middle of the lane. I'm doing 76 miles an hour, though. I ain't going no faster. I ain't going no slower. As far as I'm concerned, slow lane, 55 miles an hour to, to 70. Middle lane, 70 to 80. Fast lane, you better be doing Mach 2. You know, that's the way I look at it. So what's uh, what's your opinion on going through parking lots? Oh, man. <laughs> I ask because I purposely wait a good 10 minutes after I punch out of my shoot job before I try to navigate through our parking lot because there's two different shops on that side of the, of the complex where I work at. And, like, these motherfuckers, I, I mean, I shit you not. They, these guys, like, they don't move beyond the speed of turtle while they're at work. But as soon as they punch out and they walk through the gate, they are fucking making a beeline for their car. The fastest that they have operated all day long. And then they're going through and they're zigzagging down the aisles and things of this nature just to try to get up a little bit further ahead of everybody else. Look, we're all going through the same exit, pal. You know, and it's not just like where I work, but I mean, Walmart, you know, parking lot is notorious for this kind of bullshit. It is a parking lot, people. There are families, there are kids, there are older people that are walking to their vehicles, and you are treating it like it's the Indianapolis 500. Slow (laughs) the fuck down. Because the minute you hit somebody, you are going to realize in that moment that whatever it is that you were trying to get to 20 seconds sooner ain't fucking worth it. No. Uh, matter of fact, I don't think they'll feel that way. I think they'll think that it's your fault for getting in their way. Uh, I'm the type of guy who parks at the far end of a parking lot, yeah. which means I walk across the parking lot. Let's say I got a, I got a few chunk, chunky bits on me. I could stand and lose a few pounds, so I walk across the parking lot. You might as well call it a game of Fat Man Frogger, the way these cars come flying through. And they'll cut through parking spots, and they'll cut between cars, and I'm waddling my fat ass up to my car, and they come and they slam on their brakes and they look at me like I'm in their way. Right. No, I'm the pedestrian here. I have the right to walk where I'm walking. Same thing with crosswalks. In my town where I live here in the Tri-Cities, crosswalks aren't a thing. Those are death lines. That's yeah. what that is. As soon as you step between them, you are taking your life in your own hands because drivers do not recognize the fact that those are crosswalks. You know what's crazy about that and, and that example? Crosswalks are more respected in cities like Detroit and Auburn Hills, you know, bigger cities than it is in smaller towns. And you would think it would be the opposite. You would think that in a smaller town there would be more more conscious efforts to take you know to watch out for people going across a crosswalk downtown lapeer has several of these and i can't tell you how many times over the course of my lifetime because that's where i grew up uh how many people have have almost been smashed by a car but 
it's not. Now, I've spent tremendous amounts of time in Detroit, walking the city of Detroit, going to, you know, having to use crosswalks. Chicago, Philadelphia, like all these major cities where, by and large, crosswalks are more respected. You would think it would be the polar opposite, but it's not, and it's lack of common sense. Or is it familiarity, too, that, that comes into play? I don't know, but it's fucked up. Wow. Just like in my town here, we have bicycle lanes, or as some residents call them, passing lanes. What? They are reserved for the bicycles, man. You do <laughs> not put your motorized vehicle in there. But people are so entitled that they feel that the people in front of them whether doing the speed limit or not, they are in their way, and they got they are more important than that person, and they have to make their way in front of them so that they can go about their business. It doesn't matter about safety. It matters about people's entitlement, and that's the problem with this about-me society nowadays. could not agree more, and it's on full display. Like, this, it's on full, full display in a number of different aspects. I mean, I've talked about it. On the Klaus of the Heart podcast, I've talked about it on the real podcast. Uh, Sean Grugel and I, you know, we've made mention of it. I mean, even though our show is about the 80s primarily, but, I mean, we do talk about real-life shit real in real time. But it's like, okay, listen, this is what it boils down to. Apply common sense. Apply some patience. If you are an individual that is constantly late, you are constantly feeling like you are having to go 85, 90 miles an hour down the road to get it, to get to wherever the fuck it is that you're supposed to be or where you're trying to go. Here's an idea. Incorporate some self-discipline and leave a little bit earlier. If this oh, is no. a reoccurring thing. People can't do that because now you're taking away that extra 15 minutes of sleep from them or that extra 15 minutes of TV time. You know, they can't miss days of our lives. You know, they're going to be 15 minutes, you know, later. They they have to (coughs) – it's about them. It's not about you at this point. They are not going to be late because if you are in their way, they are going to knock you out. That's just the only way it is. Now, let's do – you know, we got – I mean, we're actually up on the half hour mark already. This is quick, but I'm going to, I'm going to throw a couple things out to you and you give me your feelings on them. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Bright lights. Like coming at you. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, God damn. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad one, especially nowadays with these newer vehicles, man, these, these sons of bitches are bat signals on front of, of people's cars. They're so bright nowadays. Um, now again, now with the real new vehicles, there is a sensor in there that will detect if there is other lights in like in front of your vehicle and it will automatically, you know, dim those lights from bright down. It, okay. it, it's fucking weird, but I I'm with you. When I see somebody that is coming at me with their brights on, like I'll wait to see if it registers that I'm coming, and I'll wait for them to 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 dim them. If they don't, well, then they get full full tilt, man. Like I'll turn them sons of bitches on my brakes, and I got bright lights on my truck, and I'll just let them go, man. <laughs> Damn right, that's how I am too. All right, lack of turn signals. Yeah, this is this is a big issue with me. I use turn signals 
a lot of times in fucking parking lots because I don't ever want people to not know what my intentions are. If I don't use a turn signal, it's it's because I had to make a very fast adjustment or something. I always like turn signals are I I'm kind of anal about it to be honest with you. Um, roundabouts. People not knowing how to use them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> roundabouts, you know, they're roll, they're popping up more and more in our areas, right? I I was first introduced to roundabouts in Brighton. They have a two a back to back roundabout that's like a big figure eight, and it's four lanes deep. That's that was my introduction to roundabouts. Here's what I found out: if you know where you're going. On each lane, there are markings that tell you where your lane is fucking going. If this lane does not take you to the exit that you need to go to, well, then you need to make an adjustment. If you miss that, then just go back around. But cutting people off because they don't take the time. A lot of them just freak the fuck right out. They're like, I don't know what to do. Look at the markings on the road. They're labeled for a reason. Pay attention. Not that B. difficult. B. Clark Griswold. Look, Look it's Big Ben. Parliament. Parliament. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, that, that's okay. We're, we're past the half hour mark. I'm going. I'm going to throw this out to you before I cut you off. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Someone cuts you off. Someone doesn't use their turn signal. Someone has their bright lights. Someone brake checks you. Someone, I I don't know, gets too close to you in the lane when you're on the highway. Do you yell at them like they can fucking hear you? Because I do all the time. You stupid son of a bitch, watch where the fuck you're going. But they can't hear me. But I'm yelling at them anyway. Makes me feel better. I I, and I can understand that. Um, there are there have been times where I have cut promos on people. However, <laughs> I don't do it when there are kids in the car. Oh, man. I... <laughs> so I, I I took a vacation up in Traverse City. If my daughter's listening, she's gonna absolutely die when I say this. But I got into a bit of a road rage incident with her, her friend, and my wife in the car. And this kid brake checked me, and I stuck my head out the window and I got tongue tied. You little motherfucker! I'm gonna fuck you in the ass. And my, <laughs> I swear, sometimes. My mouth gets me into a little too much trouble. Let's just say that that little son of a bitch, he heard me. He got the fuck out of that dodge real quick. I feel like I would have the same response if some random dude is telling me shit like that. I'm not sticking around to see if he's serious. Yeah, well, I, I, I found it hilarious only because I embarrassed the shit out of my daughter in front of her friend. I mean... So. But I've known her friend since her friend was like seven years old anyway. I call well, her. Well, at that point, they're like part of the family, so fuck it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you should be used to my mouth by now. Right. But, hey, Jason, it was great having you here on the front porch. Thank you I for joining me at the event. Yeah, man, I appreciate the, the opportunity. Um, So, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do for the next event. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. But, hey. This is the Heat Vent, a Get Off My Lawn podcast. If you don't like what I or Jason has to say, you can get fuck the off. hell off our lawn or fuck <laughs> off. Um, 
Check out all the great shows on the PFC Entertainment Network on KlausToTheHeart.net. See, I'm starting to memorize this stuff now. Yes, you are. Also, you can catch uh, Heat Vent Swag, Klaus to the Heart Swag, Real Podcast Swag. I don't know. The Hitman, Hitman's got their own stuff now. Well, Hit, Hitman, Hanging with the Hitman has their own sub-store. Heat Vent has it. Um, that yeah, little all of a bitch who talks about my show being too hard or Levi going too strong or some shit. I'm going to knock that little son of a bitch out. Too raw. You're too you're, raw. You're, you're too damn raw, Levi. Yes, threatening to fuck people in the ass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you can check that out at uh, cafepress.com forward slash PFC Network. PFC Network. Also, there's a TikTok out now. Uh, Jason does some motivational speaking on there. Uh, he talked about... Uh, the, the Titanic disaster here this past weekend. Sean Grugel does three-minute nostalgia on there. I don't know. Maybe we can get Amy on there doing three-minute cookies or some shit. I like Listen, cookies. I do, too. And like She she brought one out to the Pride of the Park event that we did here a few weeks back. And like it was my first time actually trying one, one of her cookies. I had expectations. They exceeded them. So Juju Sweets over on uh, Facebook. If, if you want to check that out. And I know the 80s, Power Trip Through the 80s podcast is trying to raise money to get Emmanuel Lewis, a.k.a. Webster, to give them a shout-out. You can check out 80s Power Trip. I know Sean is selling all kinds of video games and stuff on there. I heard he bought some new toys today he didn't tell his wife about, so he's probably in trouble. So, <laughs> um. <laughs> hey, man. Uh it's it's all for the cause. It's all for the cause. Um, but hey, again, this says golly, thirty five minutes. I'm going to lose listeners over this extra six minutes. What the hell? All right, this has been the Heat Vent. I get off my lawn podcast. If you don't like what the hell I got to say, get the hell off his lawn. All right, we'll see you guys here next week. <laughs>